Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello and welcome to Second Chance Podcast. I'm Raphael Rowe, your host. Happy New 2023. To kick off the new year, we're looking back at what does Second Chance truly mean. In this Retake 5, we go back to the beginning, all the way to Episode 2, to explore what does Second Chance mean. Laudia Lewis Spencer, a lead psychotherapist from Portia Psychology Practice, and Christopher Hicken, Assistant Director for Remedy, who provide restorative justice services. Externally, we are looking for a second chance, but really it comes with self as human beings. To become better versions of ourselves, we must give ourselves a second chance. Laudia explains how self-actualization is a direction, not a destination. A genuine lived second chance stems from forgiveness and taking personal power of that change. Chris delves into a particular case of how even a one-punch killer found hope to turn his life around from his victim's parents. You can find the inspiration to change from the people you least expect it from. Can you accept a second chance? Environmental issues are also a key factor to this and is a massive part of true change. Committing to living out your second chance daily It comes down to choosing to be in a better version of yourself. For example, in the film such as Shawshank Redemption to It's a Wonderful Life, you choose to forgive for yourself, both individually and collectively. We have the power to change. It is a choice. What about the second chance with self? And what I mentioned earlier about self-actualization and getting to that journey where we're all on that journey as human beings to start with, because inherently, before anything else and any other things that we've done, we're first humans. 
And we're first having that drive and the journey to that unconscious process of being better versions of ourselves. So when we talk about, you know, being the victim or the perpetrator, it's about first giving ourselves that second chance. And that's where I come in, in terms of, are you ready? Is this something you desire for yourself? What does this look like? What does second chance? And that could be from either parties. And I don't necessarily work with victim or perpetrators. Those are not the languages that I use per se. You know, I work with individuals. I work with humans. And yes, some cases they are perpetrators. And in some cases they have suffered or they've been victims or they've experienced situations that put them in those categories. But firstly, I work with the individual, that person, that innate potential to wanting to be good. Some people would say that, that, that perpetrators or offenders don't deserve a second chance. You know, what they've done, whether it's a, a serious, serious offence such as murder or rape, those individuals don't deserve a second chance. What would you say to individuals who think people don't deserve a second chance? If we're looking at all of us as being good, and I'm doing quote unquote here because good is quite subjective, as good human beings, for us, that starts with us. And it's about that forgiveness. And it's about that process for ourselves. So even before we externalize that, it's about us looking at ourselves and saying, OK, what kind of person do I choose to be? A person that is forgiving, a person that is moving forward and is emotionally caring for oneself, even before the perpetrator, so to speak. And forgiveness and second chances and all of that is not for the other. It is for us. Is for oneself. So if I'm on that journey and that is my desire to be the best version of myself, I will benefit from giving that person a second chance by releasing whatever emotions I am carrying because it's just not worth it for myself good, for my betterment. So even from a selfish perspective, it works for you as the individual. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, I think a lot of that resonated with me in terms of some of the victims I've worked with where it is, especially ones who are quite self-respect, have uh, a good self-awareness about what they're going through. And again, some of the, the quotes, what they'll say is, well, I, I can't live with this anger. It's not healthy for me. I can't carry this burden around with me. So I've got to find a place where I can offer some sort of forgiveness. And I think what it does is when you do get genuine change in an offender and a genuine second chance, and it's actually a lived second chance and demonstrated then that just ratifies that original uh, from a victim's perspective their original choice to actually offer forgiveness and, not, and try and persuade them to have that second chance so because that's where a lot of it comes in it's from certainly from my perspective when we're delivering meetings and face-to-face conferences it's an offender can sit there in front of a victim and say how sorry they are and what they'll never do it again and how apologetic they are and how remorseful they are but the reality is that's, that's proven when they're actually released from custody and they're actually living day-to-day in their lives. So it's, it's the long haul, isn't it? It's not that one-shot moment, that like sort of cinematic moment of forgiveness and then that's great, everyone can then go off into the sunset holding hands. It has to be a lived experience over a prolonged period of time. And that's, that's hard, that's difficult. People. I'm trying to understand the process here. Can you give people a second chance? Or, or, or as I'm internalizing what you're saying to me, both of you, it's something that 
that you take for yourself. No one can give you a second chance. Yes, you can be released from prison. That in itself is a second chance. You're being allowed back into society. You served your time and you're being given a second chance to go and live your life, whether you commit another crime or do something to, to sort of challenge that second chance. That's one thing. But is second chance something that you actually give to someone or you take for yourself? Lordia? This is the thing where sort of the vocabulary is quite, the, the sort of nuances, because when you say you gave and second chances and we look at for externally, but that's a lot of power to give to another individual. It's a lot of power to give to a system. They giving you the second chance. It's a lot of responsibility. What if they don't? What if they decided it's not? You've got to find that within yourself. And that's the first place second chances begin anyway. And even when we talk about relationships, the relationship with other people, even if they did decide, okay, I'm going to give you a second chance, you've got to want that second chance. You have to first believe that you deserve a second chance. And you can only do that by giving yourself that first push. It's a lot of personal power to expect someone else to do or to give even if someone decides i'm going to give you a second chance that second chance means nothing if you decide not to take it so inherently second chances are born out of us desiring that and us taking that for ourselves taking personal power of that change chris can you give me any examples where um practically you know a victim and a perpetrator or an offender have come together and out of that is born the idea of a second chance or an example where where it it works yeah i mean there's a case currently doing the rounds in the media uh jacob dunn case a one-punch manslaughter uh in nottingham which we facilitated the meeting between jacob and uh the parents of the the person he killed i think that took us two and a half years to get to fruition because the parents didn't want to meet him whilst he was studying uh, and getting an education in prison because, and then when he was released, he went to college and university, and they didn't want to actually get in the way of any of that. They wanted him to get his A levels first, and then wanted to meet him. So what he could, and again, it's that similar thing. What to them they're like, look, you've got to make something of your life because we've not got a son anymore. So his life is gone. You are the one now what can actually do something good. His, his life has got to mean something. So if we can actually inspire you to do better things with your life then that's what we want to try and do. And he talks himself about how just the fact that the people on this planet who should hate him the most offered him that forgiveness and offered him some way of um, moving on, gave him that inspiration to be able to change. What's interesting about that case is, and I think this is this would go for most of those high-tariff cases, certainly where somebody's uh, like the murder, manslaughter, death by dangerous driving is, you've also got the question of like, well, you might not get forgiveness from everybody. Mm. Both within that internal family, you got then the wider society, the friends and uh, fr- friends and co- co-workers of that person. So at what point does it become where you, you can actually accept that second chance? If, well, one person forgives me, the mum might forgive you, but the dad might not. So that's where it has to be in yourself as well, I suppose, of saying, well, that's great, I can get that. But really can I be able to forgive myself to be able to move on and have I done enough there to be able to, again, that self-efficacy thing of it's the joke I always like to tell is like, how many uh, psychologists does it take to change a light bulb? Just one, but the light bulb has got to want to change. So we can do things and put things in place and try to facilitate that communication. But 
ultimately, and again, and this is all the complexities of it, of environmental issues with that case. And I can think of other cases we've delivered where we know the offender's not going to reoffend. But if they've gone back into a similar environment to the one which actually led them to offend in the first place, then even if they've been given that forgiveness, if the environmental factors are too strong to lead them back into a criminogenic behaviour, then it's not the thing that's going to keep it on track for a long time. And I think that's one of the things even where sometimes we get into it where you talk about reoffending rates, recidivism rates, and for some people actually just stopping offending for six months is a massive achievement if that's all they've known within their life. So, yeah, it's uh, it can be very powerful, but it's also got to be within the context of the wider issues within society. No matter what you've been through in your journey so far, you can too choose to be a better version of yourself through the injustice and give yourself the justice you deserve. I hope you can choose to give yourself a second chance this year in whatever scope that may be. Retake 5 is a clip from episode 2 with Lorna Lewis-Spencer and Christopher Hickin. You can listen to the complete episode on whatever platform you download or listen to your podcast. Please share this podcast with your friends, family and colleagues and follow the show for updates about new episodes by just clicking on subscribe. You can also be a part of this podcast by rating and reviewing what you've heard and tell us what you think. More importantly, tell others what you think by leaving some comments and feedback. My book, Notorious, is also out now. If you'd like a personalised signed copy of my book, you can purchase it on my website at www.raphael-row.com. Thanks for listening to Second Chance Podcast. Audio editing is by Audio Avalanche. The original music is by J-Row Productions. The cover design work is by Studio Minerva. Social media creator is Sophie Warner. This episode was produced by Kim Collicut and me, your host, Raphael Rowe. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. 
Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.